Welcome to Come Queens, the pussy positive podcast challenging cultural norms around our bodies, sexuality, and pleasure so that we can uplift the matriarchy one conversation at a time. I'm Grace. I'm Charlotte. And on today's episode, we talk about eugenics programs in the United States, specifically in North Carolina, and their dark history of forced sterilization. yeah heavy i feel like we were we've been talking about like we have to do like like our ratio of light keep it light light yeah we would be like yeah we're like sterilization (laughs) and then we just go like very dark um (laughs) but uh yeah i want to we want to follow up on our i guess that was two episodes ago we talked about the supreme court decisions and you know they're at the end of their year and uh I feel like we were saying some kind of nice things about. The, yeah, we're like, oh, way to go. Yeah, well, fuck you, Supreme Court, because <laughs> they just they just issued another decision this week saying that basically you can say that you're religious and then refuse to cover birth control prescriptions as under, an employer. As an employer, which I yeah, and it's and it's just like another instance of the state trying to control reproduction Mm -hmm. which is very much what this you know what this episode's about that's why i think like history is important for us to understand too because there's been a pattern here but these motherfuckers well it started with hobby lobby right right fuck them but i don't the thing that really gets me about it okay maybe if you're catholic maybe i get that the catholics have a religious exemption because they hate birth control but Mm -hmm. other than that like, what's the, what's the problem? I mean, like, what's the, I don't even know that there, does religion say no birth no control? Birth control? I, I don't know. And I feel like this new pope came out and said birth control well, just kind of like, chill. You know, just like we're going to look the other way. We're not okay. going to bring it up. I think that's going to be like, why. okay. But yeah, so I, I mean, really, it just seems like they're trying to save money. And birth control is not just used to prevent pregnancy. It's used to treat like cramps and pcos and Mm -hmm. i don't know we should explore that more too but yeah fuck that shit and i you know it just seems like a really dangerous once you start saying oh well you know what other medical care is right wouldn't be provided you know well and i think it's gonna that's obviously been an ongoing issue in the trans community too Mm -hmm. um so yeah but we've been we've been trying to do this for a very long time um controlling controlling our bodies and yeah and it goes deeper than we even thought like this is it, this was crazy to research i mean this it started in the in the 20s and it, it was continued until like 1970 yeah sterilization was happening yeah and and the and it's like been well i mean the science of eugenics started even before that mm-hmm. in the late 1800s and this dude who was Darwin's cousin. Right, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, of course. Sir uh, Francis Galton. He, yeah, he basically was like, oh, survival of the fittest. Mm-hmm. What if we just start breeding people like dogs to make right. them genetically superior? And he wrote a book called Hereditary Genius in 1869, saying it would be quite practicable to produce a highly gifted race of men by judicious marriages during several consecutive generations. <laughs> so, 
you know, that's where, and then they just went from that place. I mean, and I feel like we talk about like our genetic matches and stuff like that a little bit on, you know, like how your body, you might respond right, to one biologically, partner. smell. I mean, you do you need know. to keep the gene pool like mixed up for, you know, I mean, that that's not what they're trying to do here no, at all. They're though. trying to do the opposite. They're trying to do the, yeah, they're, they're trying to like, yeah, what do they want to be like inbred poodles? Yeah, but they think that's going to just strengthen it, which, and that's what I think white You're supremacists right. think too. But like, look at those motherfuckers. You can tell that is not the cream of the crop right there. Right. That's low. You're, you know, skimming the barrel. Yeah. And well, yeah. And I feel like that's, yeah, I think that that's a lot of it too, is like the idea that it is like a eugenic, like they're worried that white people are going to be destroyed. Right. And I think that's why, I don't know, that's why I feel like it's like interracial relationships are particularly seem like offensive to these people too. Because mm-hmm. um, it's like, we have to protect our white women to, to have their white babies. You right. know, it's really gross. And I mean, I've definitely had people say things that I was sure that that sentiment, well, it more comes across as like, but you don't want to do that to your children. Do what? <laughs> have them brown? Yeah. I, I mean, oh my God. I, like that's, yeah. Jesus. I've legitimately had people say that to me. It's crazy. Yeah. It it was not, I didn't take well to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then that idea came, you know, to the United States with Charles Davenport and Harry Laughlin who started the eugenics record office. It almost seems like a it was just like a fad too of the time. Right. I mean, I think cuz you saw a Bunk lot of science. poverty and people are like how do we fix these like greater economic uh issues and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> breed people out. Let's uh... Yeah, and the um yeah, I mean, and it's just another mechanism but the science to uphold. Is just ridiculous. Because that's, but that's what they use. You know, they've used biology to uphold white mm-hmm. supremacy all along. Exa- then yeah. they keep doing it here. And also, part of their, I mean, uh, black people are disproportionately sterilized. Mm-hmm. But also, part of their logic, I was reading, was that like they also wanted to get rid of the worst whites. Right. So yeah. That. I mean, I mean there were unquote, there I mean, were a, a lot of people who like supported this movement at the time, like a lot of influential people of, of different races. Yeah, I think W. E. D. Oh, du Bois they, yeah, actually, they, there was some like NAACP support mm-hmm. of it too. Like, yeah, and it's just like getting rid of quote unquote low, lower tier, lower um, intelligent people, and but it was and I mean uh, it was primarily directed towards like females were yes originally it was more of a mixture but they had just come up with a vasectomy like when all this was happening so that hadn't existed before but they oh so the vasectomy came first um i think that that's when they started because they decided like it was too much to castrate men but then (laughs) is it (laughs) but then they were like but by the end of it at least in north carolina 99 percent of the those sterilized were women but at the beginning it was more like 70 30. wow yeah and you had victims as young as 10 years of age being sterilized so yeah so 90 percent were female 40 percent were minorities meaning black and native americans i mean it's just clear that you're trying to 
just just phase a whole group of people out. Right. And the the Nazis. So the Nazis also used <laughs> That's sterilization. That's the crazy thing, though. And they were like, look at America. Yeah. Is that my Nazi the accent? Idea. <laughs> <laughs> look at America. <laughs> um. Yeah, they got the idea from us. Yeah. Like we, yeah, we gave this, the state of California was the model for the Nazis. Crazy. Was it, the, is it called the Nuremberg Trials? Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, well, I mean, like, look at America's forced sterilization. That's what we're doing. We got this from you. Come on. That's Make what... America great again, eugenics. So, yeah, that was their defense of themselves mm-hmm. for for their their mass sterilizations. I mean, they also just, like, straight up murder people as well, obviously. But right. I mean, we know about the Nazis, right? Yeah. We know good, we know what those guys. Nazis are yeah. up to, but um, yeah, the the eugenics board in North Carolina was formed in 1933, and they said it was for mentally diseased, feeble-minded, epilect, epileptic people. <gasps> Yo, I, yeah. my you uterus been, would have been out of here. Yeah, uh, inmates and uh, non-institutionalized people, and they specifically would. Um, reference sexual promiscuity in mm-hmm. their trials so you would have been done i would have been no, doubly done yeah <laughs> but, um, <laughs> charlotte the harlot <laughs> um sorry we're not laughing at eugenics it's no, no, it's, not. it's terrible <laughs> uh but yeah they formed this and then fucking social workers carried it out only in north carolina did social workers have uh the means to declare sterilization and in other states it was judges and quote-unquote medical professionals but social workers and judges in North Carolina could just green light sterilization without being under technically the board yeah so that we don't have like proper um, records on this stuff we don't know how many people were actually affected and these records are locked wow it's fucked up. Well, and I mean, obviously, as time's going on, you know, I mean, this went if this went into 1976, so there's obviously mm-hmm. still living victims of this, but you know, there are fewer as time goes on. I actually remember weirdly the first time I heard of this, and my great grandfather brought it up to me. He fought in World War II, and he had must have been stationed in North Carolina at some point. And I remember him saying, like, when we were moving here, he was like trying to tell me how whack the South was and was like, I was in North Carolina and they're down there like sterilizing people. And I was like, because that's actually when it peaked here was post-World War II Mm -hmm. when they really went hog wild with it. And their idea, like they would say things, they involved the social workers by saying like, oh, these people are a drain on our, you know, our resources, the welfare state, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it shifted to more of like economically minded instead of creating the perfect race yeah it's it's the same thing they're just shifting the narrative there so half of all states had eugenics laws um and north carolina was active after world war ii but a lot of other states like ended their eugenics programs after that um all 100 counties in north carolina were involved in this uh, eugenics program and the the main county which had i think over like eight thousand i think 7600 was that's the whole state yeah oh that's the whole state yeah okay um gosh i don't know the exact oh i think it's sterilized 1000 people against their will just in 
Mecklenburg County? So that's is that how you say it? The, yeah, so that's where Charlotte is. Oh, is that? Okay. I'm pretty sure because people always say Charlotte, Mecklenburg. Oh, okay. I know nothing about North Carolina, really. Um, yeah, and it was mainly, mainly focused on women on welfare and social workers would go out and persuade these families, you know, to have their children or them sterilized and they they would threaten to take away or withhold welfare benefits. And it was awful because a lot of times it would be women, like I read several stories about women who were victims of sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. So then when they're, let me rephrase, children who were victims of sexual abuse. And so then they'd be like, oh, this one woman, Deborah Blackman, she was sterilized at the age of 14 in 1972. And it was, and she had been, she had been raped and so she got pregnant and then they were like oh she's you know promiscuous um and they didn't give her a tubal ligation they actually just did a full hysterectomy which so not only are you taking away somebody's ability to choose whether or not they have children that fucks your whole system up like Mm -hmm. you don't want to have a hysterectomy i mean it's just your entire hormonal system gets impacted by that and and like some people they would be like oh you just got like some people didn't even know they got sterilized. Like this, I was watching this one woman who was in McDowell County, which is where Marion is right over here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and she she didn't know. Like she didn't find out till later. Or they'd be like, "We're just taking out your appendix." Oh my god! So they so then these people would be trying to have kids later and mm-hmm. have no idea that they had undergone this procedure. Jesus. And oh, and they would do it. Sometimes they would do it like while they were, while while they were giving birth. So it was like C-section. Whoa. Yeah. It's yeah. It's terrible. Um, this was done under the Human Betterment League, which has ties to Procter and Gamble, Hanes Underwear, R and J Reynolds Tobacco. I mean, this shit. This shit is deep and disgusting and yeah I, I just can't believe that no like literally no one ever brings this up right as... i mean this was like 40 years ago yeah i don't know time anymore yeah that's that's right okay 44 it's crazy um yeah they and then it actually went to the supreme court in 1927 in Buck versus Bell. Mm-hmm. They're trying to sterilize Carrie Buck, saying that she was promiscuous for having an out-of-wedlock baby, which was was because she was raped. Um, and Justice Wendell Holmes said, it is better for all the world if instead of waiting to execute degenerate offspring for crime or to let them starve for imbecility, society can prevent those who are manifestly unfit from continuing their kind Three generations of imbeciles is enough. Whoa. Jesus Christ. This was hitting hard for me. I just worked a lot with people with disabilities as well. What's so interesting about this, too, is that, like, I don't even think that a lot of the people who – a lot of people with disabilities were sterilized and also people were, like – they just – administered like bullshit IQ tests and stuff like that right which are inherently racist the IQ tests right mm-hmm. oh and especially even worse you know back back then and so they yeah so the supreme court was like okay cool 
This yeah. is fine. It's for the good of society. Here and, you go. And that's never been overturned. That's insane. So, like, that, well, I mean, it does make you wonder, like, slippery slope, right? Mm-hmm. We're dealing, like, first they're like, oh, I I don't know. I've really started to get freaked out. That's why I can't watch the next season of Handmaid's Tale. But I've, yeah, like, I'm like, oh, now it's, now you can't have birth control. Oh, now you can't have abortions. Now let's make it so some people, you know, can't have. I've, I still hear this idea floated about about like how people who receive public benefits government benefits shouldn't should be forced to have birth control i've i've or like i've heard that i've heard that sentiment before yeah and like you have you should to have drug it. test people oh, who yeah. are on government benefits it's just but we're not we're not doing anything for all the corporations who are getting the real government benefits mhm you know um, and in the whole country, 64,000 people were sterilized that we know, that we know of. Right, that we know of. And, and um, I, but this week, or maybe it wasn't this week, but in the past couple of weeks, this at USC, uh, there was a, one of their presidents was Rufus von Kleinsmid. It just sounds like a Nazi. Yeah, I was going to say that. Um, <laughs> but they removed a statue of him. Like with all the statues that are coming down, they removed a statue of him because he, he was a eugenicist. Mm. So, and Good. the president, the current president, Carol Folt, is, was the president of Chapel Hill who made the decision to remove Silent Sam, who was ah. the Confederate general there. Mm. But they like ousted her. I learned that today from this. Like, after she got rid of Silent Sam, the board, like, got her ass out. Wow. Yeah. So this shit, like, this shit runs so deep. Yep. And I just keep thinking about reparations. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Well, that's the whole thing. So um, feminist activist now Ruth Cox, who was a victim of the program, she tried to sue North Carolina in the 70s. Um, and her attorney was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. What? This woman cannot fucking room. die, guys. Please like, live forever. Holy shit. We were saying, I was talking to someone the other day, we were saying, wouldn't it be great if she just became like a Futurama head and we could just... Oh my God, yes. Put her head in a jar. I know. It's the only <laughs> It's the only way. Um, but the reason like we haven't seen reparations from this is uh, because that is their exact stance. Like the Republican Senate... Um, Don East in 2012 claimed that um, compensations for sterilization programs could open the door to other reparations claims. So that's exactly why they don't even they're they're just like they're trying to can't like cancel this. And it's like we it's so blatant your your racism. It's yeah. Your white supremacy is showing there's they and that's the thing is like they we use reparations all the time in like to remedy wrongdoings, you know, like whenever I mean, even in court, like if you mm-hmm. if I break into your house and steal your shit, I could have to pay you, you know, to like remedy that. Right. And that's part of my sentence. Like reparations is a normal thing within our legal system. Isn't like Judge Judy like totally based off of reparations? So I think that every that's... time I've watched it, she's like, okay, you owe them $20,000 <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, and so there's definite, but North Carolina did manage to 
uh, put in place reparations, which is of I mean, even this, mm-hmm. even though this occurred, I've saw like 30 and 31 states. I'm not sure which one it is, but oh, that have done this. Well, that had eugenics boards and programs. Um, so it wasn't until April 4th, 2003, that the state actually overturned our law, our eugenics law. So like maybe we didn't sterilize anyone since 1976, but that shit's still been on the books. Mm-hmm. But then in um 2013, I believe, is when they passed um, reparations in North Carolina, being the first state for the one time. We, right. We, I mean, we we're were number one egregious. in a good way. Yeah. So each victim should theoretically get. Well, at first they told them fifty thousand, and then they were like, it's it went down be, to twenty, right? Well, then they was like, oh, it's going to be thirty five, but then they gave them all twenty thousand dollar payments, and then. I couldn't find anything linking up whether or not they ever got the last 15000 Same. I know. I was, like, trying to research it, and it's been good. It's an ongoing battle. And then they, like, changed um, the stipulations. Like, you had to be – you have to currently be alive. It can't go to your your family or anything, which I think is fucked up. Right, because that's not how it works in other cases. Right. You know? Like, you'd still – yeah, you can still keep – and then it has to be through the, the eugenics board of North Carolina. And then if there's no, if they can't find any paperwork, like you don't apply. That's in the case of um, that woman Blackman. I think she didn't qualify for this program. Right. Yeah, because she was because it happened at the county level, like at the local level. If it didn't go through the eugenics mm-hmm. board specifically, but. Yeah, it was still fine if you were sterilized otherwise, I guess. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, and also, let's just talk about like... And also $20,000? Yeah, is fuck, that what your uterus is worth? Fuck you. Like, that's that's not even enough money for you to have. Like, let's say you wanted to use that fund, those funds. I mean, now it's a little late because these people are pretty old by now. But And that was in 2010 or... 2013. Like, I don't yeah. know if they're alive anymore. Right. But they I mean, I'm just saying in theory, if that money like that's not enough money to even have a baby by other means, like if you wanted to use that money to have a surrogate or to use another like alternate or to adopt or mm-hmm. like any way like that, that amount of money is that's chump change. What, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, what do you could buy it with 20,000? I mean, shouldn't the right to lifers like be the ones who are like out like very outraged by this yeah like you would think it's fucking um, up god's plan to be fruitful and multiply mm -hmm. i mean yeah it's it's disgusting and i'm glad that north carolina at least has taken this step the only other state that has done it besides north carolina is virginia Um, and they were twenty twenty five thousand dollars each, but that's not not that's not nearly enough. And all the other states, there's a bill in the California um, Congress to try to get this passed, but it it's not go, it, it can't get out of committee. And California is the worst state in the in the country for this. Wow. Which I I feel like too through this through researching this and just like other things that have been happening lately, you know, I feel like California has a reputation for being like super liberal. Yeah. Yeah. But guess what? This is the danger of neoliberalism, Mm -hmm. you know? And it was like a lot of liberal leaders who were pushing this shit to begin with. Um, And in California, I read that 150 women in state prisons were sterilized 
quote, without proper authorization between 2006 and 2010. Wow. So basically, they're still You're still sterilizing people. And it just, it also brings about like a lot of questions about what's happening. Like what kind of sterilizations, this mentality has to be still in existence. I mean, obviously, if that's 2010. Mm-hmm. Um how many women are being pressured? Because I've definitely heard that, like people have when they have C sections, then they, I mean, they still do that where they'll sterilize you while they're in there, with your consent. I, but like, how you know it? I hope that people are having informed consent, you know, before they make those choices. Right. Yeah. But then if you just, but then if I wanted to go, which I actually. I've heard, seen a lot of people talking about too. If I said right now, like, I don't want to have children, I want to have, you know, a tubal ligation, then they'd be like, no, no, we won't let you because you haven't had any kids yet and you're mm. too young. They put like age, yeah. Age restrictions on it. Yeah, like doctors won't give you, yeah, you can't just get sterilized if you want it, but then they can force it on you. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure all these things play into like how doctors approach things or pressure. I mean, it's like how I was saying that doctor kind of like laughed at me when I tried to tell him like I really don't like what my birth control is doing. Right. And he's like, well, just have a million babies or fuck you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know? Um, oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. He was like, well, my family's Catholic and there's a lot of us because they didn't believe in birth control. And I'm like, I'm not saying I don't believe in birth control. Right. I just don't want my birth control to hurt me. I don't care about your Catholic ass either. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. You go deal with that guilt elsewhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Take that out of the exam room. Uh, so this is so I would say if you're in a different state, you should research definitely what's happening because I mean this this is a, a good a good time I think to bring this conversation back up again. Like, remember that time when we literally you know sterilized people to keep a pure human race? Mm-hmm. I mean that's what <laughs> like that's exactly what this is. Right, um, the good stock. Hereditarily endowed people. It really does the opposite, though. It's ridiculous. Right. Like, if they really let it play out how they wanted, Mm -hmm. then I don't think that that would actually work out well for them at all. Um, You know, and I mean, it's also very linked back into like this how people who are like how women's sexuality is, you know, viewed as such a threat. And then. And then when it's black women, then, of course, they're Mm -hmm. even sexualized to a higher degree and, like, viewed as an even greater threat. Um, And a lot of these people that they even said, like, were, quote, unquote, mentally deficient or whatever, that they actually ended up, like, figuring out later. Like, they went back to one woman's report cards and she, like, did great in school. Like, she – that was completely bullshit. And also, like, for people with disabilities, I mean, I think there's already – it's probably some gray area that happens there now, you know, because mm-hmm. when you get adjudicated once you're 18, then they can you can still get declared. I think that that I mean, I don't want to use the incorrect language, but the last time I knew of someone who was going through that process, you'd have to be declared like mentally defi- deficient. I think mm-hmm. they're still using that language. And then that would allow like your guardianship to continue on. um from a parent or family member or institution, you know, after 18. Um, but I think that those, 
I don't know. I think that those conversations within that community are really important too, you know, because I think like if you're going to do, I was just trained to be, per, you know, person centered and like, right. I actually, there was this one uh, care facility locally and they actually would help out like if, you know, if a goal of one of their clients was to engage in sexual relationships, they would help them do that in a like, safe way. A healthy talk way. about, yeah. Yeah, because like everybody should be able to have, you know, choices in their life. Yeah. No definitely. matter like where, you know, their mental ability or, or your neurotypical or, mm -hmm. or not. Um, but I, I imagine I'm just saying that this stuff still happens in one way or another in our communities and that we should use extra caution too like if someone's trying to push anything to, regarding your reproductive health care in any way like you are the decision maker and if you feel like somebody is being weird or they're not listening to you or they're pushing you in a direction that you don't want you can say no to them mm -hmm. but if and if we want to have reparations we have to start addressing addressing these things and i think the public the public acknowledgement is is such a big deal too. Right, I think the like the fact with this is a lot of people don't even know about this. And how would you? Right, it's not it's not readily available. Like we we struggle to find information about the reparations that they were trying to enact in. It's like thirty forty years after all this happened, and it seemed like they were just waiting for all the survivors to die. That's why it just kept going through lines of government. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really painful to listen to some of the victims who are speaking about it, too. I mean, just that they didn't even know what was happening, right, happening to, to their own bodies or why. And then they were saying like some of them were saying that their like husbands left, them, which this is fucked up on another level mm -hmm. that like. Their marriages ended because they couldn't have children, which that's not why. Obviously, if someone's trying to leave you because, you, you know, you can't have children, it's right. not cool at all. Um, but, yeah, like it, it, it's affected them forever or they didn't even know what was happening or why. Um, and it's uh, like we would rather like literally – just stop people from reproducing than actually just take care of people in our society. Yeah, that's that's exactly what our current government prefers. <laughs> yeah, except for now you can't get birth control if you want to. Right. So like it just seems like no matter what we do, mm -hmm. we decide to do. You say you don't want to have children. They're like, yes, you do. You know, I was actually just talking to our friend last night who has a the three-year-old <laughs> and she was saying like even more people now that she has one child mm -hmm. she actually feels way more pressure to have children than she did before that that oh, everyone will be that, like right when are you gonna have another one mm -hmm. when's it coming like fuck off of people's reproductive choices right it's very it's very frustrating yeah it's it's also crazy because it's crazy in many ways but like when the pill was introduced in 1960, that's when a lot of these programs disbanded because women had a choice to impact their um, reproductive rights. Like, And that's when people started coming around to the idea that maybe eugenics is not such a great idea. But now we have 
um, fucking government stepping in again and saying that maybe we don't have a right to the pill and and also the pill has roots in eugenics too. Yes, this is true. Margaret Sanger, mm-hmm. I'm looking at you. Yeah. Um, I mean that yeah, and that was her whole idea. I don't know. It is it's a tricky area to play with. We it were is. talking about last night we were talking about idiocracy. You've mm-hmm. seen you've seen mm-hmm. it. <laughs> um and I very much feel like our life is that's what it is, is just right now. idiocracy. Yeah. But also like it is a slippery slope where you have to think like because in the beginning of the movie, they basically like the worst people just keep reproducing until right. um, they just end up with a super stupid society. <laughs> and um, I think that even though I can laugh at the movie and stuff, but you're like, well, if you actually start to, yeah, like going down that pathway quickly brings you to eugenics. Right. Uh, so I think that that's, you know, that's a big, a big issue. But, you know, people – and now the, they back in the day, too, they would have – did you see anything about the Better Baby contests? Mm-mm. So the state fairs and, like – Oh, God. Yeah. Like, you you vote on a, the prize pig at the state fair. You yeah. vote on the prize baby. And they would, like, be, like, measuring them and do – and, Jesus. like, seeing it, like, their – Measuring their skull or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's, like, all based in, like, racialized science. Mm-hmm. Like, all of those things have existed for that – purpose and of course the better baby contests were only for white babies yes initially but then later some other groups started to do you know make them for other babies too but yeah and or they would judge like the whole family yeah yeah gross uh and that's that's disgusting and (laughs) i just can't imagine being like i got a blue right blue ribbon baby um and I mean, I but I think that there's still there's definitely still that mentality today. Now people get are getting genetic testing. I want to look more into like how modern science is affecting this, mm-hmm. and people are being and within our lifetime, I'm sure you're going to be able to like fully choose the DNA of your child if you wanted to. Yeah. So, I just don't think it it would play out. You know, like Darwin and his cousin. You know, they <laughs> look, I mean, obviously, look at where we are now. I don't think, I don't think the shit is working out well for you. Right. They succeeded in doing these things, but um, we have to, we have to stop. We just have to be careful not to let these things happen again. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that. And that... infiltrate our laws. We got to watch out who we're voting for, who we're putting in office, who we think will represent us. Also, I want to know what we have to do to get this. Supreme Court is, you know, because precedent mm-hmm. matters more than anything in the Supreme Court. So does that mean if something else like this came up? Right. They're like, well, go back to 1927. Yeah. When we said, great, we don't want imbeciles, which I guess that was just their bad words for people with disabilities right. at the time. Yeah. It made me think about that a lot, too. Like, He's moron, too. Yeah, moron. Mm-hmm. And um, it was idiot, I think, was one of them. Yeah. I don't think we think about how our language, you know. Like now, people don't say like the R word when right. talking about people with disabilities anymore. But I've I just argue that like when they changed that because I I was working in the field when our documentation changed mm-hmm. as like from the diagnosis. So now it's intellectually developmentally disabled. But I'm like, are in the future are people going to be like, you're so, you're so IDD, or like, are they just gonna? Oh, are they just gonna turn? I don't know. 
turn the next thing into a right. slur because people are assholes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now we use, like, I don't think about those words when I call someone an idiot. Like, I'm not thinking about right. the implications of it. But I think we're in a time when everybody's kind of evaluating all of those things and just, like, truly, we have to know our history. Mm-hmm. So uh, if anybody has any, I don't know, any information about anything that is occurring in their state or wants to push their state to give reparations for this disgusting mm-hmm. treatment, that would be great. I don't know. I don't really know, like, any – I couldn't find any solid organizations. North Carolina had, like, a advocacy board that was helping the victims. Right. But I don't know if that would vary state to state. It seems like California is the next closest one, though. And I know we definitely have listeners in California. So you guys should reach out. Because they were – I was watching this um, – it was CNN, and they went into the state house in California, and they were – trying to ask people about it and everyone's like I never heard of that that's crazy it's very scary that that happened recently in um, prisons too because you know that's happening all around we have no idea what's going in in our prisons or like what's happening ice detention facilities yeah. you oh know my god dude yeah seriously yeah, yeah. like we it's all and I mean if you can like lose quote unquote 2,000 children like what else are you doing yeah yeah it's very, it's very scary, um, and we just need to stay on top of these people, mm-hmm. keep an, keep our eyes on them, because I don't think that they're. Um, I just don't know how we get the message across to to other women who are maybe. It just really sticks with me every time. Like, hey, no one's looking out for you here. Right. No one's looking out for the babies. No one gives a shit about the babies. If they did, then they would help the babies. Right. Like I can, I I understand how a woman could tell herself like I love babies, I get that. Like I get how you would get there, especially if you're indoctrinated in like a religion. Your oh, whole life. saying like pro pro life, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I I actually I under and they're and it and that yeah. messaging preys on like motherhood and mm-hmm. you know and if you have babies or you like babies, you know you're like oh those poor babies. Of course, I want to save and protect this. Yeah, and I'm. I, I too want to save and protect babies, but right. I just want to do that. But better. I also care about the woman who is alive, who has and, a right to do what she wants with her, her own fucking body. Yeah, and what that baby. Yeah, and maybe she's making the best decision she could possibly make for her make. And, that and that future that child. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't know how you get so. There's always room it. to evolve, though, right? Like we have to give those people <laughs> space to evolve. That's what I'm trying to do right now. Sure, is yeah, create yeah. space because I think people are like I. There's the polls are showing this week that white women who voted for Trump are are backing off. Yeah, yeah. They so maybe they're like, holy shit, I fucked up, and I just want to say, if you want to acknowledge that now, feel free, white. Feel women. free, white women. We will. Please don't. Yeah, you can come. You can come to us if you want, if you want to process those feelings because we'll be here for you. We know that you can do better. This yeah, time. We believe in you. Yeah, we believe. So thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks, thanks Wyvon. <laughs> yeah. We hope that. Yeah. We all have. We come to the, come to the light. Come to the light. <laughs> um, and value. Yeah, value your body autonomy and other people's autonomy can you imagine trying to like rip shit out of people that's yeah 
yeah, if you guys get on a deep dive of this, and there's honestly, there's vi- there's not a lot like compared to the right. other topics we research mm-hmm. on this, like on YouTube. I because I always look at YouTube. I prefer to watch things in video form. Oh, now, okay, and just audio, but there weren't that many things. Yeah, um, you can tell it's such a uh, a huge effort to close everything off and make this not readily available. Because it sounds horrifying, and it sounds mm-hmm. like it goes av- against the very ideals that we tell ourselves that we have as America. But this right. is, but this is us, and it's been us. Uh, and so I, I will share a few of the videos too of some of the victims speaking because I think if you're listening to this episode, it's really worthwhile to to hear their own words um, about their experiences. And we'll be back next week mm-hmm. with another topic maybe i don't know does anybody have a fun topic for us because we we gotta maybe get not out. sterilization next time you know? oh i know we have to do something fun something fun, fun and sexy it's just it's keep hard. it sexy y'all <laughs> we're trying <laughs> bye what?